Chris. And I'm Dom. And we got next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the We Got Next podcast. Um, Call of Duty, North America, Stage 1 Finals just ended. Um, Congratulations to Optic for uh, defeating uh, Rise. Uh, Amazing seven game series uh, with Game 7. Search and Destroy going all the way to Round 11. Um, I still tip my hats off to the guys over on that Rise team uh, going up against a legendary team in Optic and uh, really held their own, really held their own in that. So congratulations to, to those guys and to everybody that competed, uh, FaZe and Team oh, Evelate or ooh, ooh, I am blanking. I am blanking. It was it wasn't long. I'll put it that way. Um, why can I not think of everybody that competed? But either way, everybody, congratulations uh, just for being a part of of something so huge. Um, also, <clears throat> with that, some new stuff was released into Call of Duty. I mean, you got your new your new. Uh, Camos and what is it? Specialist camos. But we got some new guns. Uh, we haven't really talked about what's been added to Call of Duty because we can't get the shit. <laughs> um, you can't get it. I've gotten the Marshall Sixteen, Fury Song, and the Carver. Uh, but they did release a sniper rifle for everybody. What? There's a new sniper rifle. Way to go, Activision. Way to not be total scumbags. Can you guys sense the sarcasm of my voice? And see, my whole entire thing is it like with this is that it's totally advanced warfare again. They just didn't make a million different weapons. They just give you like five, five what different weapons with the Marshall, the Shadowfall. You got the MX Garand, the MP40. I want to say there's another one. Elevate was the other team. Elevate Gaming. Um, But they did release a gun for everybody. Uh, Like I said, it's a sniper. Um, It's a one-shot chest up, I believe. I'm assuming. But it's a short barrel sniper rifle. Uh So accuracy is not as high as your other ones. Um, So grip. Duh, put it on. You're going to need it uh, for that one at least. But um, we have not been able to pull the, what was it, MP40? Or did yeah. they change the name? It, it, it's like the H, HG40. It, it's basically the MP40. Yeah. Um, so you have that. You have MX Garand. Which I've been really trying to pull. Then you have the NX Shadowfall, which is a... Oh, I got that! Which is a crossbow, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's an automatic reload. You have the uh, Marshall. Yep. Which is a pistol, Um, which is like a shotgun. Basically, the execution of Black Ops 2. Yep. Then you have a baseball bat, a... uh, Baseball bat, you got a wrench, you got... A butterfly knife. Butterfly knife, you have two... A a sword. And then a carver is... A machete? No. The carver, it looks like a sword, but it's like a shorter sword. 
Thostil sword. Kind of. It's like the sword. It's like it's like a dagger. It's like the dagger from Prince of Persia. Yeah, there's another dagger too that is added in. Yeah, most of everything they've added in has been melee weapons, which I have no gripes with because it does not change the fact that the melee is still one hit kills. The speed still the same. Everything's the exact same. What I have a problem with is that there are guns that function differently from other guns. They're not skins. They're whole new weapons. That the only way you can get them is out supply drops. And if you ever gotten a supply drop on Black Ops 3, you know how bad the odds are. Now, at first it was cool because it was all aesthetic stuff. Like, they said it, it's always going to be like, you know, camos, uh, different skins for your characters, and like dances and taunts and shit like that. Like, it, that's fine. That's okay. Which they've added more. Yeah, I like that. It's alright. Because it does not actually affect the game. This shit they're adding in, I'm not saying the guns are overpowered or way too good. I'm just saying that it's just not fair to people that pay for season pass that they don't get the weapons. Not the reskins of, of the knife. I don't care about that. Because I can just pull out a, out of a supply drop, I'll be fine. But when I'm not pulling an MP40, I really want to play with it. I just don't even get a chance to, like, you know, experience it. But, you know, you pay extra money to get all the DLC. Yes. That is what a season pass is. It is all of the DLC. Not some of it, not just maps, all of it. Very true. Yeah. And you would think that they would just give those guns to you, but, I mean, you know, they got to make more money, I guess. I just don't get, like, why... I understand they want to make money, but they already made money off of us. Like, you take a person who buys Season Pass, right? They're spending a whole extra $50 on the game. So they're already at $100. And a lot of people that get Season Pass are pre-ordering game at that. So you're spending $60 on this game ahead of time, months ahead, to get this shit you're spending 50 extra dollars ahead of time to get map packs that you don't know if you're going to like. You don't get to see the map packs until they release them. And normally, well, in the past, Call of Duty to Black Ops 2 has given us one free DLC weapon with each map pack. Except for Black Ops 2 because they only had one. That's because, like, console limitations and shit like that. But in Ghosts, they gave us one every single map pack. Advanced Warfare had... DLC guns as well as fucking supply drop guns. True. And what I don't get about this game is that they could have just gave us the guns with the map packs. So if you don't have the map packs, yeah, you can still pull them from the fucking supply drops. They're free. Or if you buy a secret pass, you can get the map pack and get the guns. Very, very true. And I think that I think that for the next one, maybe the next one's gonna be shit. I'm being honest. Have you have you have you looked into it? Yes. Do you know about it? Eclipse. That is the next map pack that will be released. Oh, the next map pack. The I'll, next DLC. I'll talk about the next Call next Call of Duty in general. No, the next Call of Duty will be alright. Dude, have you heard the stuff about it? No. Oh, you're in for a fucking treat, right? Alright, well let me know. So Infinity War's doing it. They're oh, going no. into the wait. Yeah. Why? It's because it's their turn now. Fuck. 
So already people have that reaction because like, oh, they had fucking ghosts. Ghosts was terrible. Blah blah. blah. I give them what a slight doubt, like like okay, because uh-huh. they were still within the two the two team Call of Duty cycle when they had to release Ghosts. Ghosts released on both consoles, basically focusing on both consoles. It was right when the con- the new next gen released. So they had a lot of shit not going for them. Not to mention, Call of Duty Ghosts was ass. Functionally worked better than this game, Black Ops 2, any other Call of Duty. Functionally. When you shot somebody, uh-huh. four times they died. You didn't get shot around corners. You didn't have guys floating in the fucking air. Nigga. Now there was... I'll give you the floating in the air shit. Now, now there... But I will tell you, yes, I got shot around corners. Yes, I was getting fucked over... On connection bullshit. I never Which is the same that. reason why you get fucked over in connection bullshit in Black Ops 3, no. in Advanced Warf. It's all your connection. I never had that problem. I never once had a host migration in Call of Duty Ghosts. I never once was looking at somebody and they skipped the fuck around. I never once had that. I only had one weird shit happen to me. One guy was under the ground glitching one fucking time in the whole entire... In this game, there are people out of the map. Advanced Warfare, there were so many map exploits. Call of Duty Ghost, functionally, it worked fine. The only complaint people have was that the map was too big. And people said the guns killed too fast, but that was because the connection was so fucking good. Yeah, you should kill someone at four fucking bullets. In this game, you empty out like 15 shots before you get a kill. And the gun's supposed to kill in five shots. If you ever notice that, like, even, like, watch someone playing Call of Duty or, like, watch how many bullets you shoot, even if you're 100% accurate, you still go over the amount that should take to kill somebody. Unless you're in, like, training and you're shooting at, like, you know, rookie bots. But if you're playing online, if I was playing the other room, because my place isn't here, and you shot me with a gun that's killing four shots, it would take five shots because sometimes the bullets just don't register. In Call of Duty Ghosts, all the bullets register. So that's my thing about Call of Duty Ghosts. The guns were pretty good. I'm not gonna say all of them were good, but Call of Duty Ghosts. People say it's the worst one. I don't think it's the worst. But back to this next one. They go into the far future. Yes. And apparently, it's supposed to be inside space. Nigga. The story, at least. They said the story is going to involve space travel, going and battling on different planets. Now, a lot of people assume that's gonna happen in the multiplayer, which a lot of times it does. So, if we get a space Call of Duty. I am not going to play Call of Duty. I might try it out. I might test it out. See, test the water. See how it goes. Hell, I might even look at some DLC. See what it looks like. But I am not going to play if it's all in fucking space. I'm already over fucking boost jumping. This one was cool because the specialists, but the specialists are still they're too annoying to me. It just has progressively turned into something that's not Call of Duty. And now there's this gap for a realistic arcade shooter. Maybe not necessarily Battlefield, because Battlefield's going with like more futuristic, like as in, you know, Hardline. Maybe they're releasing another Battlefield, you know, 1942 or something like that. That'd be cool. But like, I want to see a World War II shooter. Boots on the ground. You can give me specialists, but like, oh, this guy, you know, when you get to a certain point, can use a special shotgun. I'm fine with that. But when he's boosting around, shooting flames out of his ass, blinding me with it, or is a robot with a fucking century gun on his arm. That's why I draw the line. That's where I'm clocking the fuck out. Okay. Uh, well, since we well, since you talked about like you know the DLC for the next one, you might check it out. Let, let's check out this new one. Okay. All right. So we got Call of Duty Black Ops Three Eclipse. 
Uh, PlayStation 4, you get it on April 19th, so uh, relatively soon. Um, you're going to have your four maps, but there will be a reimagining of the classic Call of Duty World at War map, Bonsai. Uh, that's getting redone, as well as um, the next chapter of Black Ops 3 Zombies. Uh, for those of you in the zombies community that has looked at any of the videos in the past week or two, there's been a lot of assumed we're going to Shinonuma again. Um, I have the name of the Black Ops 3 Zombies map or for the next part of the saga. It says the next chapter. It's, um, uh, I'm about to butcher this for so long. Zetsu Bo no Shima. So we are going back to Shinonuma. Uh, we are going back into that. It should be pretty cool. But like I said, let's talk about these multiplayer maps. Okay? Uh, we The first one, we have Spire. Spire is a multiplayer map. Uh, futuristic suborbital airport terminal set high in the clouds. You're going to have multiple levels and open areas to promote intense mid-range combat above a clean, high-tech civilian environment. Uh, what I get from you that? You can fall off the yeah, map. That's what I get from that. I'm going to fall off the fucking map over and over again. Yes. Okay. Um, we have Rift. Um, this is uh, described as head to the core of a harsh, futuristic military complex set high above an active cauldron. Rift funnels and forces tight, intense engagements where the only way through is forward. You do not utilize the unique core movement opportunities to outsmart and outplay um, enemies as you traverse through the suspended rail system. This does not say anything about falling off the map, though. I'm assuming that you can because you're suspended. And as soon as I heard Rift, I was like, yeah, I'm going to fall to a fucking bottomless pit. That's just instantly what I thought. What's True. the next map? Next map, we got Knockout. Housed in a traditional Shaolin temple with a retro twist. Knockout sets the stage for a bloody kung fu tournament. Uh, basically, we're going to fight on uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, this mid-sized map showcases a sharp contrast between the mid-range engagements of the traditional exterior architecture and the tight close quarters of a 1970s style interior. Uh, I was not ready for that little change. And then, like I said, uh, the last one is Verge. This is the reimagination of uh, Bonsai. Um, you're going to be in the center of a, dis of a distant post-apocalyptic future where two warring factions are entrenched in constant battle. Take control of the key bridge, fortresses, fortresses tunnel systems, waterfalls, high-speed mid-sized map um, and then for the zombies um, they're going to continue their fight to stop the zombie apocalypse Treyarch's origin characters will face new threats on a World War II era Pacific Island but don't let looks fool you this is no tropical paradise experiments with element 115 have had horrifying effects on human, animal and god 
Damn it, I might be done. Everything. Human, animal, and plant biology. And you'll have to fight them all. Uh, Zetsubo Nushima also introduces new transport mechanisms, devastating traps, and classic zombie side quests. Um, Like I said, this is all going to be released on PS4. Eclipse will not be released on the PlayStation 3. So PlayStation 4, April 19th. We've given a quick rundown of the maps. This was the first time even I have read this. Chris, what are your initial thoughts? Okay, one, there was no mention of any DLC weapons. So right there, there was not. Right there, I'm already clocking out. But if I want to talk about the maps, bullshit. One word, bullshit. I like Treyarch. They make fun games. I mean, Black Ops 2 was fun. Black Ops was fun. That's my favorite Call of Duty, Black Ops 1. And I just feel as though they've fallen into the the doldrums of Call of Duty. It's just it's all the same shit now. And it's like, when I every time I get blown up by a car, or I fall off a map, or they remake a map and it doesn't work because the guns are either too good, or fucking the movement system now is too crazy, I just cannot do it. Like, I'm just not... And it's, it's a cool game. Like, it's not a bad game. Whatsoever. No. I believe that we as Call of Duty players hold it to this Call of Duty standard. Like, oh, if it doesn't give us the same fun factor as the other one gave us, it's not as good. This game is beautiful. It runs pretty smooth. Has some connection issues here and there. Also, the movement system is interesting and it is fun at times. When you talk about Call of Duty, what it, this game is, mm-hmm. is not Call of Duty. If this game was licensed as Medal of Honor, Future Warfighter, I think people would really like this game. They would be like, oh, I like this. This is really cool. It's Medal of Honor. It's not Call of Duty. But because it's Call of Duty. If Advanced Warfare was Titanfall 2, no one would complain. They would be like, oh, this is, it's Titanfall. That's what Titanfall is. Because it's Call of Duty, people have a problem with it. Which I understand, and I see both sides of the argument. But I just think that it's just not what I want to play in general. So that's my thoughts on the map pack and the game at this point. Okay. Um, there were no pictures for the maps. Um, at least like next to the descriptions. I didn't really want to click on the poster and try to zoom in and start messing up even more words. Worrying about trying to find more information on all of this. Um, initial thoughts with one map. I'm glad that you can fall off. That kind of is going to kill some of the, I'm going to jump off the map and then jump back because there's like five seconds to get back. You know what I mean? Like I've been in firefights and somebody will jump over the wall and then like take that five seconds to start to get some health back and then just jump back over. And to me, that's a horrible exploit. But now, if you're not on the map, you fall off and die. I'm cool with that. See, I'm pretty sure. It's, I'm cool. It's with not that. as cut as dry as like that. It's like it's like off of uh, Skyjacked. Like you can jump off the map in Skyjacked. You can fall to your death. But also, I can jump outside the map and run the outside of the ship. True. People just don't do it a lot because it's kind of like an awkward way to get around the map. But it's still possible. I'm pretty sure there are like really intricate ways to get places, which I like about the game. It's cool. But for functionality of a game, 
especially a shooter like Call of Duty, how hectic it gets with these specialists, with these kill streaks, with the, how the spawns flip. It just does not work. And that's too, why too quick. Yeah, like Skyjacked. I love the map design. I like the way it looks. I like Hijacked. It was a good map to me. It's just too small for this game. On Black Ops Two, perfect fucking map, amazing. But all the but also in Black Ops Two, you could throw grenades a lot farther. Yeah, but that was a that was more like a game problem than like that map. I feel like this map is like it enhances the game problems. Like you move, you don't move as fast like running as like you did in Black Ops Two. Black Ops Two, everybody's fucking crackhead. Yeah. Everybody was super fast. Everybody ran fucking lightweight. Now it's yeah. no lightweight. But now you can boost, slide, jump, and literally, like, you know, the bridge on the outside and the right side of the map. Yeah. You used to be able to kill somebody and be like, oh, they're going to the bridge. I can run over there and get them. You kill somebody. They, they can spawn in and literally boost, jump, wall run, and get behind you, like, within seconds. That's the everybody's problem with Advanced Warfare, too. It was just too, too damn fast at times. It was like, there was no, it was too much chaos. Yeah. In Call of Duty, there should be a level of chaos where everything is like being pushed, like everybody's pushing the action and shit. And then there should be times where you can actually hold down lines of sight without having to worry about someone spawning in behind you or boost jumping and sliding in behind you or some shit. It just, I don't know if it's the movement system or just the community, the map design. It's just something about this game. It's just, it's hectic. It's not as bad as Advanced Warfare, but it still is like, sometimes you're just standing like, where, where the fuck do I go? Where are we spawning at? I don't know. True. Um, and since we, we got into Call of Duty, uh, because of the uh, North America tournament, um, I want to say congrats to uh, the new winner of the latest Street Fighter V, Mr. Problem X, uh, part of Team KIG, um, a.k.a. Keeping It Grimy. Fighter ID Lord Problem X for winning Hype Spotting 5 uh, with Bison. That was his character. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, did not know that there was a Street Fighter tournament going on today. Uh, well, I mean, there's like, there's there's really just like one big tournament for fighting games, like Evo. That's the big one. And then yeah. the rest are just kind of like branches off. I'm pretty sure there are more Call of Duty tournaments too. Mm-hmm. But like COD Champs and COD World League and shit like that. That's like the main one. And people don't really realize how many different tournaments you can enter and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but I just saw something else. Um, I'm sorry guys. I'm kind of go- pulling up my Twitter thing right now. I want to give you guys some of the latest news going on right now. Um, it's finally been announced, um, and it's currently being rated uh, by the ESRB. Do I understand why it's being rated by the ESRB? No. Um, but the Bioshock Collection, um, so you're going to get Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2, as well as Bioshock Infinite. Um, all of this will be moving up. To the PS4, Xbox One, and of course PC again, just all in one, one nice little bundle. Um, but there were some other things that we wanted to talk about initially. Um, one, like I said, I'm on Twitter. 
which means that we do have our official Twitter page up. Um, on there, you can find out, you know, some exclusive little news about what's going on with us uh, here in Kansas, as well as, you know, live stream opportunities, opportunities just to come chat with us. Um, so go on Twitter. It's at official WGNP. Official We Got Next podcast. Um, on there, I have my PSN and my Xbox gamer tag. Um, I did not include Chris's because Chris wasn't here when I made it. And I didn't want to just put your thing out there. Oh, no, I don't care. And just, like, not tell you. So we'll add that up here. Um, but I would like to say that we also have a game review that we got to get done. But go follow us on Twitter. We'll follow most of you guys back. I like to click the follow black, follow back button. Follow black, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I really want to go watch Black Dynamite here in a little bit. Um, but MLB The Show 16 came out on Tuesday. Um, Chris, you played a little bit. Me and you played a full game against each other. Bro, we might as well play two full fucking games. How long uh, we we he picked the Tampa Bay Rays, I think. No, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Blue Jays. I picked the Los Angeles Dodgers. Neither one of us know shit about baseball. Um so neither one of us were like, oh, I'm gonna pick this team because they got this dude on the bench. I can put in the pinch hit late. No, we didn't know uh, what the hell we were doing. Um, 14 innings later, the game finally came to an end after, like, real lifetime, an hour and a half. Uh, Chris won 5-4. to four. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty crazy, guys. I wish we would recorded it, because it was, like, it was pretty fucking intense. Like, okay, so let's just, let's just give him a quick little rundown. Chris, Chris took off to a, uh, was it 4 nothing? Did you, yeah, you took off to four, four to nothing. No, no, it was it was three nothing because the guy had hit the guy. I had one guy who was like, because I suck at batting in this game. This is my first time playing. I played other MLB games, but I'm not really like that good at them. I was swinging and missing at every fucking thing. I had one guy though who was cracking shit out of the ball. He, he was hit, hit three home runs. Yes. So I, I took off to a three zero lead. This motherfucker. No, no, and then you got an extra run. Cause when I when I what you're about to explain, the Batista thing you forgot that. No, because remember I scored. The, oh yeah, I scored my fourth point yeah, after you tied like, it up. Yeah, it was like in the fucking eighth inning when we were pissed. But so yes, he goes off to a three nothing lead, um, and then right around the seventh, I hit a three run home run that hit the pole. Uh, and when I say it hit the pole, I mean like the outer edge, like it was. It was foul, but I nicked the pole. So they gave it to me, tied it up at 3-3. Three to three. Uh, Then he hit a run in with Joey Batista. Um, no, you, you you hit a you hit a three, and you scored again. Oh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in, like the, off. in like the top of the ninth, I hit a home run. Oh, yeah, that's – no, cause, but Joey Batista knocked somebody in, I thought. Yeah, that was that the, was that's how that, you ended that was the game. The that was how you ended the game. Yeah, okay. So he did. He hit four home runs, and then we couldn't really get. I couldn't get people on base in extra innings. 
He could get people on base and not get them home. Finally, in the 14th, he got somebody home. Um, to the point where both of us literally just were swinging at every pitch. We wanted the game to end. We didn't care who was batting. Somebody was just going to hit a home run and we were going to play something else. Um, so, since you have played it, man, um, what what are your thoughts? You played a little bit of the road to show, road to the show with me. Um, I let you check out the dynasty mode that we started, and then I was like, yo, this is a lot um, that I don't know how to do. So, so what are your thoughts? Um, game's pretty cool. I mean, it functionally, I feel like as a baseball game, it works very well. It looks very good. Mm-hmm. And with no prior, like, I've had prior experience, but, like, in-depth experience with MLB The Show or, like, the other baseball games. What is it? What was was the other one? Or we had MLB The Show then, too. Yeah, uh, for PlayStation, so it's always been The Show. It was The Show, yeah. We've had it before. I've played it before. And, like, my extent of, like, baseball video games was, like, literally, like, uh, Slugfest in the bigs. In the bigs. Those that was like it. And oh, played, the bigs too. I used to go ham. I'm trying yeah. to find it. And then like the show we played it. We used to live together in a house together. And um, I mean it was fun then. It's fun now. It's a very good game. I like how they do the Diamond Dynasty because the more I read and see people playing it, they do a lot of things. Yes, everybody copies EA with these fucking card based team games, which is fine. But they're not as scumbag as EA because you know you spend, I think it's like, you spend $50 on the game, and if you spend $50 on a game, you should get $50 worth of shit. Mm-hmm. This game, you spend $50, you get 120 packs. Mm-hmm. 2K, you spend $50, I think you get, what, two, two boxes? Maybe three boxes? 50 bucks? That That's 200 VC. You can get three. You get three boxes. That is 30 packs. Three, maybe four, depending on what pack you get. Yeah. Because of that extra little change. So 30 to 120. As you can see, you get way more from MLB The Show. Way more. Yeah. Now, and even copying and comparing it to 2K, each pack has eight items. I mean, yes, there is more, like, filler stuff. Uh-huh. Like, there are different, like... Uh, equipment and stuff you can point your players and make them better. Right, but the equipment only goes to Road to the Show. It's only Road to the Show. Um, the sponsorships that come through only go to Dynasty. Um, and then the players go to your Diamond Dynasty. But I really like the fact that I can use... that While I'm pulling cards from my Diamond Dynasty, I'm also getting a Diamond-level sponsor for... Your regular for my dynasty, yeah. and now I can earn more money in that, and then I'll get, you know, a gold bat to use in um, Road to the Show, and now my players' hitting stats are going up because I have this equipment. Like it kind of balances out everything to where when you're pulling packs, you're not necessarily just for that game mode. You're doing it, hopefully, for everything. You want to get, you know, your six players, one sponsorship, one equipment. That That's perfect. 
because then everything gets something. And you have the collections on there to where, oh, you've collected 25 pieces of equipment that you're not using. Put them into this. Here's more stubs. Here's experience points. Like, I think... I think that works out really well to where it's not just spend money on one game mode, worry about the rest later. That is true. Um, so, way not to be scumbags, MLB The Show, we appreciate it. Now, if you had to put a number on it, what would you rate this game? One through ten. Uh, I'm not a baseball fan. Let me say that first. So, it's kind of hard for me to rate it, but from what I've played so far, one, I know I suck, two, I know that it's something that, not that I necessarily want to get better at, I want to keep playing though. I want to keep playing Road to the Show. I want to play my Diamond Dynasty. Like, I just, I just want to play it. I don't know what it is. I I don't want to play baseball in real life. I really don't even want to watch it in real life unless I'm at the stadium. Um, if you had asked me before I bought the game, hey, do you think you'd really play it? No, it's baseball. I don't care. But there's something about this I really enjoy. So uh, I'd probably give it an 8. An 8, yeah. I would rather play... I mean, I'd have, you know, Madden... Be my number one choice, 2K, and then this. I think this is better than UFC. And I know I probably gave UFC like a nine when we first did it, but I've been playing this almost all week, and I haven't went back and touched UFC. Like this, this and 2K, I've literally just gone back and forth between the two. Um, so, yeah, to me, it's, it's kind of like an eight. Yeah, it's about an eight. Okay. You know, I guess I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty though too, um, because I'm magically turning into like Wheels Up Junior. Like I don't get it. I don't get what's going on with my online account. Uh, I'm not pulling guns anymore, and I'm just killing everybody. Like I don't know what I did to deserve it. I really just wanted the guns. <laughs> I wanted to be able to review those, but so from from what you played. Do you think you can put a number on it? Yeah, easily. If I had to rate this for my personal enjoyment of the game, yeah, it would be 8.5. Now, if I'm rating it as a game, as a singular thing within sport, like a sports game, it's a 10 out of 10. Because <laughs> it works. To me, there hasn't been a lot of bullshit. There's not a lot of exploits. Obviously, you can't have like the, you know, Madden aggressive catch. Yeah. There's not that. There's no 2K zigzag cheese in it. Yeah. And there's no, like, funky UFC, I got knocked down, immediately pop back up, or fluky, one-hit, fucking Mark Hunt, glass chin knockouts. So this game, functionally, as just a game, me rating it is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Now, me, as a person who would play it, I would say it's 8 out of 10, because it's, or 8.5, because it's like, it's fun, do I see myself owning it? No. Do I see myself playing it occasionally? Yes. But I can't see myself playing it all the time. I don't know enough about baseball. I want to get more into baseball. 
seeing how the Royals won last year, and I think this year I'm actually going to watch it. This, we didn't watch it today. Okay, today I was busy. What were we doing today, Chris? I was wagering on fucking 2K, bro. Oh, okay. Get this MT. Yeah. Get on the grind. Get on your grind. Um, and plus, it's, it's the first fucking game. It's like, a, how many games they play? 182. Okay, I can afford to miss a couple of actual real life games. I'm, I'm bullshitting. It's 100 and something. It's so many goddamn games. I'm just saying that, like, in this game, it's fun. It works. So, oh, yeah. It's definitely a 10 out of 10. I'm going to start rating, ranking games based off of the fun factor, not my personal bias. Yeah. So, I'm definitely going to say it's a 10 out of 10. This is a really good fucking game. And if you love baseball, if you, like, enjoy playing baseball, like, watching it, if you have any prior knowledge, like, of uh, historic players, get the game. Yeah. Play it. Uh, in Dynasty mode, um, there is a way that you can put in the Legends. Um, and then I would just recommend doing a Fantasy Draft. That way... It's going to take forever. A Fantasy Draft? There's only 25 players. On a team. Yeah, that'd be a long-ass fucking drive. I mean, I wasn't saying it like that. Like, you guys shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, like, I was just realizing no, how only, long it would fucking be. Only reason I say that is because all the legends, in order to sign them, you have to give them $150 million over five years. And nobody has that much cap space. So you can put the legends in if you know that there's a team that everybody has, like, a one-year contract. And then you can afford... To sign somebody. Like, I was going to sign Jackie Robinson. Um, that fell through when I couldn't adjust how much money he made. Um, but there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that you kind of have to cater to the players in Dynasty. Um, you got to watch their morale. If their morale drops, they'll start playing worse. I think that's the only reason I can't go all the way up to like a 10 is just little bitty things inside of each game mode is something that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but I was going to say that um, if you guys come check out our Twitch accounts, we've also been a lot... I know that we've been saying that we were going to live stream... A whole bunch, and it didn't happen, and like, we're the boy that cried wolf. We've been live streaming all week on uh, twitch.com. I'm trying to think of what the, I think it's just official we got next, is the Twitch. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, I am pretty sure that's what it is, but I can't, I'm going to just try to see if I can look it up. Quickly, um, let's see here. TwitchTV.com backslash. It's loading. Backslash official. We got next. We were correct. Um, so make sure you come do that. We've been trying to find times. Where we're both going to be at home. We can both try to see if we can get into the same lobbies in Call of Duty. Uh, my internet here has uh, been kind of acting up on me. Uh, I'll be
be able to play online with other people, but I can't join anybody's party for Call of Duty. I can't join anybody's party for chats, but I can live stream. So, um, I'll be doing that with MLB. I'll probably do uh, some live stream with my My Player in 2K. Um, and of course, you know, Call of Duty. Um, if you guys want to see it, I'll live stream some UFC too. Um, I need to play it a little bit more anyways. Um, but Dark Souls 3 comes out extremely soon. I believe it's April 12th. I uh, could be wrong on the actual date, but um, kind of tired, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, is that a game you think you're going to get? Yeah, sure. Why? Why do you think you're? Why do you? Why do you want to go get it? Because, because I'm so, I'm so fucking tired of 2K and Call of Duty, which are my two main. Those are like my main hoes. I always go to them. Always play them. Cause I like games I can pick up and play. I think I need to start playing more story-based games. But you know that there is a story that nobody knows. Okay, Dark Souls is as close to the game that you wanted to make when we lived together. Yeah, I played. I played Dark. I played Demon Souls, and I played uh, Bloodborne. No, but but Dark Souls. They literally put out a challenge six months ago. Anybody that can send them. The proper story of Dark Souls. I think they offered him a quarter of a million dollars. And I told my boss about it at work. And he literally looked me in the eye and said, there's a story? People literally just thought, alright, this is a game where I walk through and kill things. But there's like an actual like yeah. story that nobody knows. Yeah, literally the first one, like, there's shit that says it does stuff and it doesn't do what it says it does. Yeah. I mean... It adds, I feel like a lot of Dark Souls and Demon Souls, it's all like the lore behind it in that world. And like, you have to like play through it to kind of pick up bits and pieces. But there's no like exact story. No, there is. That's why they asked. Well, I mean, Tell us the story. There's no like exact story that you're like, you're playing and you're witnessing. Yeah. There no. is a story. Because I remember there's a part where it's like, like a, I think it's a Demon Souls It was talking about how. Uh, those who are damned come back to the world of living or some shit. Like I, I remember like it being like some, some brief explanation of why certain shit happens. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, when you're playing the game, you don't really think about that. Other games, you know, like Fallout. There's like a story. There's a character. It's like a. It's a narrative about one singular being. Whereas Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Bloodborne is a little different because it was one character, but fucking all the other ones, they're literally like, you create your character, you're in this world, you go on these quests, you go you go to the same place as other people, but mm-hmm. you just don't have like any backstory. There's no right way to play it, but there's definitely a wrong way to play it. Yeah. And that's just going forward and everything, because shit will kill you. Yes, it will. Um... But, we also have some other big news that I really, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, but we finally got more information. Um, Grand Theft Auto 6 
Grand Theft Auto 6 is being worked on. Um, despite all the rumors that uh, Red Dead Redemption was going to get another game in the series later this year. Um, they've, they've put that rumor aside. They have began production of Grand Theft Auto 6. It's not going to be released anytime soon. Um, they, but they, they have worked. They have started it. And they uh, you know, got the foundation for it in place. Um, but there is no city. Uh, they don't know where they want to put it yet. They've just worked on the control schemes for driving and you know shooting and stuff like that. Um, but according to some rumors, uh, we could be leaving the United States of America for the first time. This was what Tokyo. Yes. Well, second time. There was a China Wars on DS. Which that doesn't count. Yeah, no. Nintendo. Yeah, which sounds weird as fuck to say. Yeah. Um. So this will be a Tokyo based. Hopefully, I mean the team has even flew to Japan to you know get some ideas. Let's say. Um. But Rockstar has said that there's some things about Japan that they can't do, so it might be scratched. Mainly because uh, the road system the developer saw is too problematic. Uh, there's too many streets going on. Everything is so narrow. It'll be hard to really program that correctly. Um, I even fucking play it. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's pretty true. See what I would like to see. I would like to see a Grand Theft Auto. We've already talked about having like a GTA, just like just a GTA Online, where it's like maybe not the whole continental, like United, like North America, but just like different cities in the U.S. Why not go to Europe? With how close the countries are, it's uh-huh. easy to say that like you know you start off in you know Germany for whatever reason, and you want to travel, you hop on a train, quick loading train. You're in a new place. Or you can drive. I mean, obviously, they're kind of shrinking down a little bit. Because, I mean, time and everything like that. But I think that, like, that would be interesting to have, like, you know, bigger cities in, like, a different country like that. Now, the story, I couldn't tell you why someone will be over there. Yeah. Because, obviously, the main market for Grand Theft Auto is the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, it's in English. Yes. Now, they do have translation. They have subtitles and shit like that. But for an English-speaking person in a different country doing a lot of things within the narrative of Grand Theft Auto, it just doesn't make sense. Now, normally, if it's like a, a European or a foreign character in the U.S., it makes sense. It's like, oh, they're trying to, you know, maybe they're smuggling drugs or something like that. Or um, so, so Japan truly, or Tokyo truly has been scrapped. Um, Rockstars came out and made actually multiple claims. It's gone. Uh, they don't know where they're going to go anymore. Um, so, uh, some new rumors came up. Because, you know, this is just places everybody wants to see. 
So they bring him up as a rumor and try to see if they can prod their way into some more information. Um, two new cities have been brought up. One of them makes sense. One of them could be forced to make sense, if that works out. But we could have Grand Theft Auto 6 in um, Bogota or Los Angeles. Um, I think, or not Los Angeles, Las Vegas. I think that would work better. I think Vegas would be a really good city to see a Grand Theft Auto. Um, and since we are speaking of Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 5 is still out. We've still got DLC coming out. Um, but there was some stuff leaked on Twitter and Instagram from somebody that wasn't supposed to leak stuff. Um, voice actor Young Melee um, posted a picture to his Twitter and Instagram. It was a collage photo that just might be in evidence that Rockstar is planning some really cool DLC. Um, in case you don't know who Melee is, that is the voice of CJ from San Andreas. Uh, he took a photo next to the voice actor um, for Franklin and it kind of seems fishy especially with his caption that he posted um, hashtag CJ hashtag Franklin hashtag GTA DLC so you could see something um, but now there's a switch to it like he edited the caption he changed DLC to family um, doesn't really mean anything it was kind of assumed that CJ and Franklin would know of each other, especially because, I mean, Franklin's boy Lamar was Grove Street, and to bring that back up like that, you would assume everybody knew each other, but, I mean, we could really be looking at maybe there are Grove Street missions online where CJ's character comes back, you know, and and he's he's the true OG now. He didn't go back out to New York, you know, um, which I think I would like to see it personally. I'd like to see them bring back old characters again. I think it was San Andreas where there's a mission that you go to Liberty City and see Tony. See, I feel like that's that would work better with like maybe not work better. That's the wrong term. But I feel like that kind of fits into what I was saying about like having like a whole entire GTA Online thing where you travel different cities where you know you can meet uh, what's his name Nikolai whatever uh -huh. Nikolai Nikolai and Liberty hang out oh with, Tony was in Vice hang out with Tony isn't Vice City just Las Vegas too no Vice City was Miami that was Miami because uh, it was basically Scarface the Grand Theft Auto game makes sense so like yeah it, it, it literally followed 
the movie pretty well, actually. Minus having a sister getting fucked by your best friend. Um, yeah, no, you're sent to sell drugs. Doesn't really work out for you. Uh, that part's a little different. Tony was working at a meat place, washing dishes. Uh, but then you meet a big level drug dealer. He gets you in. You kill him, take his mansion, build up this huge coke regime, uh, kill your best friend, and the only difference is you don't die in the end. You uh, make it out of your mansion, fly in a helicopter, and get away. Uh, Tony Montana takes a 12-gauge shotgun to the back from Point Blank. I think a whole entire like a GTA game where you can travel between different cities and meet these characters. I think you would have to meet descendants. Yeah, time periods and shit like that. Yeah, that's what I think. Like you would meet uh, Tommy Brissetti's son, because that was in the seventies. I'm fine with that. Uh, make him like forty. Yeah, maybe grandson, just to have like a younger character. But then maybe like Nikolai's kids. Um, I guess CJ's kids. Well, no, because I guess there was no real like definite time period of San Andreas. Unless you want to say it was the 80s because everybody was doing bass. But then still his kid. You know, yeah. just one, one generation down of everybody. Well, Nikolai... That was like early 2000s, mid 2000s. True, true. So, I mean, he would still be like relevant now. I, but, I mean, they could work it out anyway. They could spin the story any way they want to. But I think that would be kind of cool. That would actually be really cool, actually. I would enjoy playing that. Like a collection of like other GTA games. It would be a good throwback for like the people who've been playing it forever. Because I know people that And I just said Tommy Brissetti, and that was Grand Theft Auto 3. So, you would need his great-grandson. I don't remember what time period that was set in. But, yeah, it'd be cool. If you were able to go back and really meet, you know, the descendants or still be able to meet Nikolai with your online character. and I think that would be cool. And even in the actual storyline of, like, actually doing missions with them. You know, whoever the main character is. Uh, there were some very early rumors that Ryan Gosselin and Eva Mendez were going to voice characters, which was going to be the first time they ever had a true triple A person voicing the characters. Besides that, you've never really known the voices. You know, you didn't really know who CJ was. I mean, I still don't really know. But... And I just read his, read his name off. But I think that it would be really cool to be able to do those missions. And, you know, you travel out to San Andreas and grocery, like while you're there, grocery gets under attack by Paulus. You know, like I think that would be really cool. It would work. So, Rockstar, if you're listening, dropping some dimes. We are. Drop some gems for you guys. We are. Um, 
trying to think. There was some other news, and I can't think of it anymore. Um, Oculus came out this week. Yep, that's what it was. Um, they have some pretty big titles that are moving that way. Slenderman is going to go there. Slenderman's going to go everywhere, virtual reality-wise. Um, I saw the little preview trailer for it, um, where I watched a man much bigger than me scream like a very small child. Um, and I can't say that I wouldn't have. I mean, like I said, when uh, well, I think it was Luis and Sam were here, I'd fucking piss on myself. Like, once you really get into that world, that would be scary. Yeah. I think, but I also think uh, Sony, which is VR, listen, because you guys got the most money for this. You can buy franchises. I think a Nightmare on Elm Street in virtual reality would be dope. How so? How would you play this game? I I haven't thought it all the way through of if I would want to be Freddy or if I would want to run from Freddy. See, because they have that Friday 13 game. I was telling you about that. Yeah. Where it's like, it's eight players. One person is Jason. The rest are campers trying to survive. And basically, you can work together to your teammates over. And that could work with the Nightmare on Elm Street. But, like, you think about Freddy Krueger. He's just so powerful of a character. Because when you fall asleep, you're in, you're in his world. So it's kind of like... So you would have to be trying to run from him and survive yeah. while you're asleep. Yeah. I think it could be a fun game. It would be a cool horror game for sure. Interesting or Sony, uh, you know, make phone calls. Five Nights at Freddy's would work in virtual reality. That guy said he's not making another Five Nights at Freddy's, actually. Just purchase the rights. You know how many other games they purchase the rights to and then fuck up? Rights get purchased all the time, and games just don't come out. So, I don't think that that's the right way to okay. go. I feel well, like... then let me go back. Scott, uh, if you're listening, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, Scott. What's up? He said he's not making another one. Scott, you know, you know you want that money for the virtual reality. You know you want people pissing on themselves, Scott. Dude, he's releasing that Five Nights at Freddy's World or whatever that... Yeah, the online game, which is not scary at all. It's like, no, exactly. They're on the, they're on the greener pastures. They're because Five Nights at Freddy's is like a fucking kids game. Like kids play that shit just as much as adults do. Because yes, but the lore with it, I need a definite finish to the story. Oh, okay. Do you think he's gonna do that? Yes, Scott. Listen. I've watched so many theory videos trying to figure out, one, what the fuck is going on in these games, <laughs> two, what the fuck the story is of the games. The first one, I was so goddamn confused. Why are they attacking us? Why the fuck are all these robots moving? And then I found it out through theories that I'm praying to God to correct. If they're not, fuck me, right? But where's the money in that? Where's the money in giving a definite story? Think about Demon Souls and Dark Souls. They don't give me the exact story. They, no, they give okay. me the lore, nigga. But, but listen, listen. Right. Treyarch is learning learning a lesson. They tried to give us origins 
in Black Ops 2. And they said, this is the last Zombies map we're making. Zombies is going to be done. When we come back, we're not going to do zombies like this. And then they tried to tell us it was all uh, up in a kid's mind, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. That's a shitty ending, okay? The community complained, and they said, fuck it. We'll make more. And we'll make a story, and we're going to end the story. Okay, Scott, let me let me hit you with some theories real quick. Hit, hit me with a theory. Hit you with a theory about zombies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Origins, at the very end, you got the very end cutscene with the two yep. kids playing. What does the little girl say? Or the little boy. I think the little boy says it. He's like, next time you can tell the story. No, she says that. Okay, she says that to him. Next yes. time you can tell, tell the story. In No, the we're zombies, not playing another kid's thoughts. We're not doing listen, that. Listen, listen, listen. In Zombies Now, what are they doing? They're talking about multiple fucking dimensions. They're talking about, we've been here before. It's the same fucking story being told by the same two kids. Save the kids, right? No. That's one of the biggest things. No. Not no more. It's the same shit. It's It's not about saving the kids no more, man. No. Fuck those children, okay? We are trying to end the zombie apocalypse now. Bruh. It's the same... It's about premise. It's the same idea. They... Just as easy as I could be like, if the Demon Souls are like, oh, we give you a definite end to the story, it draws people in and makes people want to buy it. Yeah. Just like if someone completely explained out the whole entire Bioshock universe. Mm-hmm. Like, why shit is the way it is. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's if, been, it was explained. If it does not fit the satisfaction of the players, they're going to complain. Yeah. So, if you go back and if you don't give, if, if, if you if, if you if, give if, us something so intriguing, and then you give us a super, super shitty ending, like saying it's these goddamn kids playing with toys. But they can be controlling the universes that they're creating. No, that's not. I'm not accepting that. Bioshock Infinite did the same fucking thing. No, it no, it, it was didn't. it was multiple universes. The guy was the same person. You were the same person in every other Bioshock. Yes, well, except you were. Except no. you were a big daddy in the second one or whatever. No, but you were still Booker looking for Elizabeth. Okay, exactly. Spoilers. Shit. Every single time you're Booker, we just spoil the shit if you haven't played Bioshock. But how is that a good? But, how is that a good explanation compared to like the kids no, creating multiple listen, universes? Listen, this is why. Okay, all of it comes down to small decisions, and then that's when the universe is split. Mm-hmm. And for Bioshock, for the first Bioshock, it splits when you decide to give Elizabeth away. For Bioshock 2, that's if you had kept Elizabeth. She was going to be taken from you either way. Mm-hmm. With Bioshock Infinite, either you get baptized or you don't. If you don't, you're Booker DeWitt. If you do, you're Comstock. It's just showing two different paths, all based off of one man's personal decisions. Now, with that, they left the door open for a lot of other shit. No, they ended it. No, they left the door open. No, they drowned because it. Because there's multiple universes. But they are, ended it in a way that fit. It was a perfect 
Okay, Andy. if you take away the kid and then no, you put it in the box and there was a beautiful bow on top. No, listen. If in at the, at the end of Origin, if you take away the kids and you realize they showed somehow this big explanation that there's multiple fucking universes and that the characters are doing the same shit over and over again with smaller fucking changes, like slight differences and changes, it'll be the same situation in Black Ops now. It's the same fucking story now. They're like, oh, we gotta go stop this shit. We have to go... Okay, but that, okay. But see, this is this is why I like this zombies. The way that this zombie story is, is, is going right now. Okay? Right now, you are looking at um, Takiao, Dempsey, Nikolai, and Rick Toffin. Yes, they are going through the last universe. Mm-hmm. Right? But they are killing themselves, putting themselves, or killing their other selves, putting them into the um, artifact, the key. An original key, I forget what it, its name is, but it's in an attempt to truly end the zombie apocalypse. They are trying to go through and truly end it. So what happens? And they're trying to truly find Doctor Maxi. So what happens if they show up to find Dr. Maxie. Yes. And he's at the fucking house with the kids. Mm-hmm. Because that fits the fucking multiple universe theory. As it already was. Like, it already was right there. Like, okay, they're retelling the same story over and over again. It explains why these guys go through these rounds. Mm-hmm. Put the same shit over and over again. They're retelling the same story. In multiple universes, it's like the same thing. There might be a slight difference here and there. But that's like with any story you tell somebody. You know, you might... You tell a story. I tell tell you a story. Tell Sarah the same story. It might change one or two words. Same exact thing. So what no. happens if they get to the house? Yep. Because I've seen shit where it's like save the kids. It was save the kids in the Black Ops Two story without origins. No, like origins. No, in this game, in say, this oh. game, there are like screen captures and shit where it's like scribblings, like maps and stuff, where it says. Save the kids, you stop all this, you get the summoning key. Like, there's literally shit, like, that says the same okay. exact thing. But there's there's actually one where it shows the house, like, floating on a little island. I can show you the shit after the podcast. No, dude, that fucking thing is on Infection, the multiplayer map. You go to the side that's not fucking inverted. Uh, so I guess if you're coming from, I think it's C, it's the right route, mm-hmm. all the way against the right. You can see the house in the fucking distance. What if that's the house? But if you go inside one of the houses, you also see the boxing gloves. You see other shit. You see the uh, fumigator. Like, it's it's full of zombie Easter eggs and shit. But that could be their house. That could be the house. Absolutely could be. Uh, exactly. What I'm saying but is that it's the same Maxie as... isn't inside that. How do you know? Because... If Maxie was just inside that, then we would just go to the fucking house. How do you, how do you get to the house? These niggas... You know what infection is? It's a failed fucking simulation. That's why one side is all fucked up, and like other sides, it's, it's a failing simulation. All multiplayer in Black Ops 3, the story behind it is that all of these, all 
the nine specialists are there because one of them is a traitor and he's gotten them there to like tr in like this training simulator. That's how they all like die and respawn and shit. And like I think only like two of them or one of them knows it, that it's a simulation. The rest of them do not know. So like the infection, it's like a messed up simulation map where like half of it's all fucked up, it's not working. The other half is like sideways. So if that was the house, which yeah. it could be, could be, it's just a fucked up simulation or whatever. Yeah. Portal's another fucking universe. He could be in there. He could be in there with the kids. No, but he they could. got separated. He could be there now. When Rick Topfin puts him in the teleporter, mm -hmm. he has already sent Samantha. Then he kills Maxie, like as he's telling Samantha to say bye. He presses the button, kills Maxie, pushes him in another teleporter, sends him somewhere else. They're in two different locations. But this Rick Toffin, this group, is trying to find a Maxi that's still alive. Mm -hmm. To try to, and pray to God that he's good. That's gonna, God damn it, we're gonna go to another game. How do you know that the We're going to another game. How do you know the universe that Samantha's in didn't already have a Maxi? Bruh. Exactly, nigga. There's gonna be another fucking. They're gonna like. They're gonna bullshit you at the end. Like it's just. There's no. There's no money in like closing shit. Like yes, they're like you. Know, oh, we. You did a good thing. You told a good story. That is good fan service. But at the same time, leaving the door open. No, to but entry. you end it. No, you end it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can start another story. Like, do you think they want to start another story when they're already no, making so No, but look, up? with zombies, with zombies, I don't even leave it, like, like I said, with zombies, what happened to the, to the transit group? They show up for three maps, three or four maps, they're there. Transit, uh, the two fucking towers in China, uh, buried, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. So what happened to them? What happened to the call of dead people? Call the dead people were actors. They died. No. Okay. Well, no, what I'm saying is like they're all multiple universes. And the prison people are in purgatory. It's all like multiple universes. That, but, that's, but, but see, no, that's the thing. If you do the Easter egg for the mob of the dead, you know they're in purgatory. Like it explains exactly what really happened to those guys. Call the dead, I guess there's a huge Easter egg that would say the end. If not... I'm pretty sure they all died because they just went and got actors. You know, here's some famous faces that you guys can play as while you play zombies. But it was kind of like, uh, here's some, here's just a map. It doesn't really have anything to do with the actual zombie story. But these three, one of them could hear Rick Toffin's voice. They could hear Maxie's voice. They're, they are connected. But they, like I said, they can be multiple universes. Like, they were in a universe, like, all the universes are being plagued by the zombie apocalypse that they're going to, right? Yep. Our first group of four. Uh-huh. Ta Takiao, whatever. Takiao, uh, Rick Toffin, Nikolai, and Tank. Yeah. They're going through different universes dealing with shit. The people from Transit and Buried, they're in one universe, and you're just seeing their story of them trying to survive in their universe. So, yeah, you got to think that in a world of zombie apocalypse, like, yeah, we're talking to them come through and they probably deal with shit there, too. But, like, 
if me and you were in a zombie apocalypse, our story would be different from theirs. Do you see what I'm saying? Is it's it could be it could all be connected. Call of Dead, it could be like a universe where like those specific people are dealing with that shit. Yeah, they could all die. Mob of the Dead could be the same thing. I mean, obviously, like you said, like they cleared that up or whatever because they those are like actors and shit like that. They're not gonna be bringing them back. Yeah, but they could easily tie it all together and they could easily just keep it going, just because it makes money. It's like oh, there's another chapter to this shit. There's a new map. Is there more explanation? That's the reason why people are playing now. If they said the definitive ending to zombies was the children, and they made these new maps, just like the classic zombies maps, where it's like, you know, you go for as long as you can, and yeah, there are Easter eggs and shit you can get, but there's no, like, story behind it, people would still play the game, but there would not be as heavy as a fan following as it is with the story. No, hold on. By continuing the story, people are wanting to play it more and more. Hold on. The whole reason there is a zombie story is because the first maps, people made up the characters' names. People said, okay, well, there's a Russian, there's a Japanese, there's an American, there's a German. So why are they all here together? And as they played around the maps, they put shit together that the creators were just like, ah, that looks cool. There was no story. We made the story. Yeah, and you guys are continually eating your own shit. That's literally what it is. It's like, you guys made the story. They are ex- not exploiting. They are using that wonder that comes with the story of being like, what's going to happen next? I want to know because you have this emotional connection to these characters and you want to see an ending. Humans want to see shit end. Yes. They, they have, like, we physically have to finish something before we can start another attack sometimes. See, that's why I love Advanced Warfare Zombies. There's a fucking ending. But there's no money in that. You gotta think, this is fucking Activision we're talking about. They're trying to make money. And if you tell me that their biggest franchise, like their biggest thing, outside of Call of Duty, like the biggest thing within Call of Duty is multiplayer and zombies. And honestly, zombies is probably bigger because more people probably play zombies on average than multiplayer at this especially at this point. Well I mean only thirty percent get online. Yeah, exactly. So you you're playing zombies at home by yourself. And then you also have the part of the community that plays online like I do. But like I'm I'm second prestige in in not only first prestige in multiplayer, but I'm second prestige in zombies. Exactly. So you're you're gonna want to play. Like you want to play it more. They're making money because if they don't enter this one, or they give you the same bullshit, if they gave you the same exact cutscene, and the kid, the little boy was like, "This time you can tell the story to a little girl. You can tell it differently next time." I'll be pissed. You be pissed. <coughs> but as soon as the next fucking trailer comes out, you be like, "Damn, the new zombies coming out look pretty nice." You will still play it. Maybe maybe not even just you, but as a whole, the community will still buy it. There's the hope that things will end. The same thing with Five Nights at Freddy's. If they release another Five Nights at Freddy's game, there's no explanation for the story. No, but... People with, will buy it but with to the theories, closure. People, but with the theories, there is closure. No. No. Yes, there is. Did the dude confirm all the, the theories? One theory is correct. He has said who was the best... That person went through, made a few changes, and his changes work so well, it works as an as a 
this is the end. Like, I'm good. I don't need to go look at more theory videos. But it's I not feel the exact comfortable. theory. I feel comfortable with how I believe that ends. But that's not the exact ending, though. Because the guy could come out and be like, that's not it at all, actually. Here's exactly what happened. He could tell you exactly what he thinks, and you'd be like, okay, that's exactly what he meant. You'd have to accept that. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, but he does it in a very cryptic way, and that's why you got to go through theories. And the ones that I've watched... He's never confirmed... No. ...a whole entire theory. Not a he, whole theory. He's confirmed parts... Absolutely. ...to help like the story along and help people like make their theories and shit like that. But he's never been like, this is a definitive answer. But I we would... We never got the closure. I would say that I watched the Five Nights at Freddy's from the Game Theorist on YouTube. Matt Pat, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. I know that you're an incredibly busy man. Even if we couldn't record on a Sunday, we will find a way to record with you, man. Because I want to pick your brain so much about this Five Nights at Freddy's. But his theory, for me, it went through everything. And at first, I'll admit, his first theory, for just the first game by itself, made sense. And then there was another one, so his first theory didn't make sense. So he went back and changed it. He was like, okay, well, what am I missing? Or what was I overanalyzing? And then, now that all four are done, it makes sense sense like it's a peaceful ending to me to you but to me and a lot of other people there's a difference between like factual closure like an exact you see what happens you know that what happens and then there's theories there's a difference between I know that this person shot JFK and a different like what we're taught like okay we don't really know but here's a theory about what could have happened yeah. So yeah, we accept this theory and we just take it as fact, but we don't know the exact facts. So there's still not closure on it because things could be different. They when could. you leave the door open like that, it leaves room for money. That's all I was trying to say. If they leave the door open slightly, just even slightly at the end of the season, I'm going to wait until the last DLC so I can see. I will be so If they leave the door open pissed. slightly... Even if the door is open, we need closure. We gotta stop Black Ops. Make another Call of Duty thing. It doesn't just have to be Black Ops. I mean, look at how it started. You had Call of Duty, then you had Call of Duty World at War, then you had Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and then Black Ops, and then Ghosts, and then um, Advanced Warfare. Like, we can make other things, but we got to close the story first. The story has well, to close. Well, if you talk about Black Ops, Black Ops is, like, this one is this one is actually a totally different story. Because the last two, Black Ops 1 and 2, were connected. They were connected but, in the multiplayer. But they were connected. Zombies. They, okay, we're talking about just zombies by itself. I don't give a fuck about the campaign. No, what I'm saying is like, you said, oh, we can make another thing. Even if they make another thing, even if Trevor makes another Call of Duty, they say Call of Duty Space 2.0565, some bullshit like that, yeah. right? There will be no need for zombies. If they add in zombies, they know it's going to make them money. And I understand that, but they can leave Nikolai, Tank, 
Rick Toffin and Pacquiao out of it. Yeah, and they can make a four new characters. And they, they absolutely exact, could. They could do the same exact fucking story with no, four new characters. If they characters. did the ex- same exact story, we would catch it. They did do that with Transit. They added in four new characters, but the same is the same basis. You no, but it wasn't the same story. It's about the story. With Transit, it was showing that, like for the time period, because we were still like that World War Two ish for Transit. Transit was showing the beginnings of what was going on in the United States when the zombie apocalypse broke out. So. You're seeing Element 115. You're seeing Group 935 testing facilities. And you see where, like when you walk through the uh, fog, the little monkey, you see the crates they come out of. You find out all this information. Then you go to the towers. You find out even more information about Group 935 and Element 115. And then you go to Buried. And there's just so much more evidence of this stuff. And obviously Rick Toffin telling you what to do um, if you played as the white nerdy guy. And But Maxi coming over the loudspeaker as well. Like it, it was a good story that kind of had an ending-ish. You decided who gained control of the zombies, but it didn't like close the book. Well, well I because like, nobody knows what happens. I wouldn't say the exact same story. Like these four people are traveling to stop this. This guy killed this guy. See, that's what I'm saying. No, no not I the get... same exact story. I'm saying like the same overall theme of four characters yep. fighting off zombies because one entity is controlling them and yep. is bad. Yep. And they could have like literally the same exact shit, and people would buy it. What I'm because the, there'd be new theories, there'd be a new new group to explore. That's the door being open. No, it's not the door being open because yes, you're making a new story. It's the same shit though. No, okay, it can be the same gameplay. I'm sure. Well, not saying that. I'm not saying gameplay. Like gameplay, like every Call of Duty is yeah. about the same point. But shooting people, the story would be different. Now there's a new group. There's yeah. somebody else. How did that person get in, get control of the zombies? Uh. It's there's, the there's new things, shit, but there's new things. It can all happen in a new way. It can all be different. So you're accepting the fact that it can all be the same? No, everything, it would be different. Everything could be it damn be near the, the exact same. Like, damn near. Four people trying to survive a zombie apocalypse. They're from different places. There could be a guy trying to control them. Like, everything the same exact way. Like a movie where a guy... Wants control of the kingdom, kills his brother, blames his nephew, Hamlet, or Lion King, reskin in a different way, and you would go watch it because if Lion King was reskinned as different animals, different fucking animals, nigga, you're saying you would watch it. That's what I'm saying. It's like this. It's the same shit, but it's just. But there's nothing original anymore. Name an original idea. Rocket League. Splatoon. Splatoon was just a paintball game. 
But it had interesting mechanics. It was it was way it was way more of a paintball game. It was a paintball game, bro. It was way more of a paintball game. It was game. a paintball have game. Have you played it? Yes, I have. How do you say it's a paintball game? What are you shooting with? Ink. Which looks like paint. It's, it's a paintball game. How many other paintball games are there? Well, there was Greg Hardy's paintball. That's real life, like, paintball. Yeah. This is like this cartoony. This is like cartoony. This is something totally different than that. This is cartoony. You can say the paint's That's the same. That's the only difference the is o- that this is cartoony and that shit was real. Oh, yeah. So I'm running around a paintball field. I'm shooting at, you know, enemies to get them out, right? Yeah. It's not the same. Dude, it's not. It's not. What are you doing in Splatoon? You are, you're trying to save somebody. There's uh-huh. actually a story behind it. I've not played a full, like the full Splatoon game, but I've played it in chunks and pieces, and there's actually a story behind it. There is no story behind the dude's paintball game. It is literally go out there and you just like, it's like call No, okay, but what's the story of the game? What's the story of the game? You're going to save somebody. You're going to save people, uh-huh. some shit, stop some monsters. Typical platformer shit. Okay, but I'm saying that like that idea has technically been taken. They just designed it in a way that I'll give them. It, it's unique. It looks good. It looks fun. But the story is the same shit. Key operating word, unique. If they redid zombies again, it would not be unique. It would be the same exact you shit. Can, they can make cartoony zombies then. And now it's unique. If they make it really unique, then yeah. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They make it extremely... If they if they just have like the very bare minimum base story, like the same feel, gameplay mechanics, okay, that's one thing. But I'm saying they have like damn near the same exact shit. They change names and they just change locations. Is that really unique? No, it's the same exact shit. Splatoon is a huge difference between the fucking real life paintball game. No, but okay, this is what I'm saying. The story of Splatoon. What about Psychonauts? How did that sell? Actually, pretty fucking good. It it, it didn't sell like fucking Gears of War or Halo. No, it it's didn't not sell Halo that Gears high. It didn't sell that high. It was the a- company still lost money on that shit. Like truly original, like that crazy because original. It was, because it was only on Xbox. And Xbox but, at the time was marketed towards guys, adults. But males. also, also though, when you go that original. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. It did work. It was a good game. It, it was, was a, good a good game. It was a good game and a good story. If you're just talking about by that's that's not that's not keep going. That's with. not their fault. That's the consumer's fault. That's it is, and that's fault. you know what? That's what we'll talk about next episode. We're gonna get on the consumers. We're gonna get on the stories of games. Okay, but. We have truly gone over. Alright. We're at an hour and a half. Alright, we gotta stop. So this. we gotta stop this. Next episode we will keep this debate going. We might not even start off with the I'm Chris, I'm Don, and we got next. We might just come out with nigga but the story. Um I'm coming fucking notes. I'm gonna hear this I'm, shit ruffling. I'm gonna have fucking oh, notes. Yeah, nigga. yeah, no, we're gonna do our research on it for the next episode. When we bash the shit out of games for having the exact same story, for having very few unique things, and 
you know, I'm sure he's going to come and attack zombies. I'm sure that I'm going to come and attack something that he likes. I'm not attacking zombies. I'm just saying leaving the door open leaves room for them to make more money. It's like, it's like milking the same fucking cow for years and years. It's like, yes, we know we can make money. And like you said, there's not a lot of original ideas that do very well. Because based off of, like, consumers and just, like, some ideas are just shitty. Other ones are just, like, people just don't accept it at the time. There's a lot of variables, right? Uh-huh. But if you tell me there's a proven thing that works and I can keep on doing it, why would I stop doing that if I can make money? Supply jobs, for instance. Advanced Warfare, people fucking hated them. But they made so much money off of that shit that it's like, we kind of have to bring it back because we want to make that money. Even though the community was like, no, we don't like it. We don't like these guns. We don't like any of this shit. Oh, yeah, we won't give you, like, a whole bunch of variants, but we'll still put guns in that shit. They even lied to us about it. They straight up said there's only going to be aesthetic stuff inside of them, and now there's actual guns inside of it. So you think that you would put that past fucking these video game companies, like 2K, saying, like, yeah, we'll, we'll change this shit. We'll cut the cheese. You won't be able to do this shit anymore. And then you'll play the game, but, oh, yeah, you can still do the same exact shit. They will straight up lie to the consumer to get their way. True. True. So that that was my point. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about zombies like as a game or anything. Like It's not fun or anything. It's fun. It's cool. But as a whole, I think Activision, if Treyarch was like, we're really going to end this shit, Activision would be like, nah. We need you to do another zombies. We need you to do something like along the same lines. And if they did another zombies and it didn't work out, they changed too much. They would be like, bring back the older characters because people like that more. They would literally say that shit because they want to make as much money as possible. I can see that, I guess. But next week, we'll we'll, we'll grit our teeth on it and, and really dig down into uh, story ideas. You know, Maybe even pull up some numbers to say, well, this story, just idea of saving somebody makes this much money. You know, stuff like that. Um, again, congratulations to Optic um, for winning today, as well as Mr. Problem X. Um, but as always, my name is Don. My name is Chris. And we, we got, got next. next.